Thank you for listening to the Astro D Podcast. Up, Nova fam. It's your girl, Supernova Jazz, and I am back with another Astro D Podcast. And in this podcast, we are learning about the power of visualization and how we can bring things into our reality, like an apartment. We are in my apartment, something I've been manifesting for so long, and we have Jalisha here. So what's up to the fam? Hello, everyone. I am Jalisha. She manifests more on Instagram and TikTok, and I call myself, you know, a partner in manifestation. That's my thing. I am all about helping people close the gap between where they are and where they want to be. I'm so happy to be on the podcast today with you. Very much so, kindred spirits. She's a Scorpio. I'm a Cancer. You already know how that goes, y'all. Right. I mean, why do we like? I feel like the vibe between Scorpio and Cancer is just—it's great know. because Cancer's a little extra and Scorpio's not that extra, but you guys are. I don't know how to explain it. Because I feel like Scorpio is all about like going into depth. So, like, why we're not always vulnerable outwardly. Like we definitely have that capacity to be vulnerable and to go deep. And so, I don't know, I think that because right. of that, the Cancer Scorpio thing just works. I love it. No, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like you guys are like, okay, well, you're good in the, these deep emotions and these deep, deep depths of ours. Let's go in. And we're like, yeah, I'm here for the ride. But before we get into all the tips, tricks, please hit subscribe. If you're listening to this, don't forget to follow the podcast. I've been intentional about the content. I think when I'm like, I want to be intentional, I'm planning for it. The new year's definitely inspired me. That new astrological year is coming. That's why if you feel a little, you know, like you're having a late start to the year, it's okay because the new astrological year is coming and that's Aries season which is on the spring equinox which is when i'm gonna have my retreat so it's so yeah it's so synchronized because every time i do this i pick dates and then i go to the astrology and i'm like what's going on wow Mm. yeah so i'm excited about that yeah if you're feeling the energy of aries coming in we do have jupiter and aries Saturn's about to leave Aquarius, so a lot of us are finishing our Saturn returns. But before we get into all that card, my dear. Yes. Okay, so the trick here is I want to kind of make it gaming. I want you to pick a card. This is the Soul Journeys deck. The Soul's Journey deck, so it's a lesson card. But when you see it, I want you to automatically think of what comes to mind. Okay. Abundance, because astrology is under abundance, numerology is under abundance. All these tools are really just unlocking abundance. Absolutely, yeah. My vampire bites, my vampire bites. Guys, (laughs) if you've never gotten Scorpio energy from Jay, (laughs) show them My vampire bites, where are they at? Yeah. Is that Scorpio energy? Why is that Scorpio energy? I just feel like not just Scorpio energy, but it's intense, you yeah. know? So it's not like a little, you know, birthmark that looks like a heart or a butterfly. It's vampire bites. It is. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Why do I feel like I know you so much more now? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, my turn. So, blame. Mm. I think I blame myself a lot on just small goals. And then when I do that, it's just so hypercritical. 
and I went to therapy and she said that it was like the conditioning, the voice of conditioning. You could take that break if you post, if you make five TikToks, or you could take that break if you went for a workout or, you yeah. know, so. Instead of just alternatively feeling like you deserve it no matter what, like you just, hey. yeah. I, I feel like it's a fine line because I don't know, like I, I feel like I do the same thing too. And it's a motivator, you know, because you're like, okay, once I get to this, you right. know, this specific goal, then I will reward myself with this. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a difficult balance. Um, you don't want to feel like you're withholding things from yourself. Right. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like also when you do that, you're not understanding that sometimes things just take time. Like for instance, what comes to mind is. Why don't I have ten thousand followers yet? Or why don't I have the like I've been doing this so long? Like why don't I have the cult like following? Like that's what the the, the term is in TikTok right now. Like how to gain a cult like following or or whatever the case may be. And it's just like maybe it's just timing. Yeah, just timing. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of things. I think it has a lot to do also with you know sometimes we think we're putting certain messages out there can be focused on the alternate or the like a, a, the opposite of what it is that we want. So for instance, if like you, you talked about how, you know, you manifested the space that you're in right now, right? So man, a big part of manifestation is being able to focus on what you're attracting, the details of it. Visualization is all about like being able to essentially paint a picture with your mind of what you want. And I think what a lot of people go wrong or where a lot of people go wrong is that they're focused, they, in, in trying to focus on what they want, they focus on the lack of it. Right. And so like you could have very easily been like, uh, I don't have this place that I want. Like, I don't know if there was anything that you didn't like about where you stayed before, but you could have been focusing on all these things. And I have done that. I think mm -hmm. we all done that, but it's that switch of, it's going to happen. Feel the anticipation of it. Yeah. Ooh, red wine. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Let's not. Let's There's not. a white rug behind me, okay? And the card says, accept responsibility for my well-being. Accept responsibility of what's well, mm -hmm. what's going right, and not worry about, oh, what's going wrong because of, if you do your best and you show up every day, you're in flow because anything that's rejecting you in that very moment, it's because it's not for you. It's not for you. And it's just keeping you on the path that you're supposed to be at. Mm -hmm. Like opposing magnets on each side of you. And they're just like reflecting the experiences and things that are not meant for you away from you. Yeah. I think it's a form of protection, you know, like when you're not, when something that you think you want isn't, entering into your space it's usually for a reason it's usually for a reason either you're not really prepared fully to receive it so you're going to get it and fumble whatever it is anyway right. or it's just not what you need right now you know so funny i'm giving you the tea but victor and i had applied to a place in my more in um little havana mm -hmm. we had a roommate and it just didn't go well, we didn't get in, and it was about something that happened. Like, anyways, the blame. Oh, we didn't get it because 
I didn't fill the right thing in the application or maybe him because of his record or whatever. Thank God it didn't happen. Yeah. Because come to find out the connection with that roommate slash friend didn't really last too long. So if I were, if we were to sign that lease, we'd have been locked into an experience for a year. I mean, look at this place. This is just feels like home. The landlord is amazing. She just fits everything because you can have a bad landlord and it can yeah. really, it can, it can definitely make or break your your experience. Right. Sure. And then I, my last experience before this was my roommate was my landlord, so that was mm. very interesting. So it was just so. I love rejection. I love rejection. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the contrast because. I would not have imagined this for myself, yeah. but in the same time I did because I visualized and I guess we'll start getting into that now, but we're going to go over six tips. Tips. I'll say tips. Okay. Six tips that help you tap into visualizing your reality and using visualization as a method to get yourself out of something, get yourself into something. For instance, I can visualize myself out of the stress that I'm in right now and just see myself in another reality of peace mm. and tranquility and taking a nap and, you know, just chill. So I manifested, I manifested this place a long time ago before I even knew how like maybe like since I was a teenager to be honest mm, I love that that's so yummy yeah because I would fall asleep visualizing my own place and what I would decorate it mm -hmm. and I always knew it would have light furniture color splash of color but what was very particular was the body of water I always mm -hmm. knew I had a balcony with a body of water and that I would be home and I would live with my partner yeah. So I never saw myself living with a bunch of girlfriends or living even by myself. I just always knew that I was going to live with my partner. Mm. So it's just, it's crazy how that is actually. I, I mean, I definitely have experiences with manifesting a place. I spent a long time in South Florida having like the worst commute ever. Like I was commuting literally from, I was living in Miramar, commuting, my son was going to school in Cooper City. Oh my gosh. Which is like basically for anybody that's not in South Florida. So Miramar is like, it's kind of central, west of where we are now, obviously. But um, I would say, okay, so from Miramar to Cooper City was like a 30 minute drive. And then I would commute down to Hialeah. Uh, for work? Is that Hialeah? Maybe Kendall area. Oh, it was like Kendall. Even further. Whatever. It was far. It was like another 45 minutes to an hour every day. So 30 minutes, imagine 30 minutes west and then like an hour south, mm. an hour and a half in the morning and in the evening. By the time I got home, I was drained. So like for years, I was just manifesting, one, not having to make that commute and two, like just being able to wake up and have a morning of ease where I could get up. I love being able to walk in the mornings. Um, it's just, well, it's so day. peaceful. Yeah. I, I actually don't touch my car until the weekends. Like it's amazing. My son's school is five minutes away. I wake up in the morning, have breakfast with him, walk him to school, wow. come home, get ready for work. Like it's just, it's so, it's such a change. And I just recognize like how much more space I have and how much better it feels 
Um, I mean, there are characteristics about my actual apartment too, but those two things were like the biggest things, like not having to make a commute and like being close to my son's school. Those were two big things yeah, for me. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, what a yeah. drastic change. And did you, did you, do you feel that you use visualization to bring that into reality? I did, but I did a lot of what we were like kind of touched on a little bit earlier, which was that I focused a lot on what I didn't like and I kept recreating mm. more of that experience for years, for years. And I was like, I, I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this took me like three years to manifest the place I live in and the experience that I have right now. And now that I've done it, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I can look back at it and I can see different things that I was doing that were like just hindering. It was just really working in opposition to what I wanted because I, yeah, I was so focused on what I didn't like and, you know, right. it was right. just perpetuating that experience. So putting the blame game on the circumstances. Here comes that blame card. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same too because I lived at my mom's for so long and I never even went away to college. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it things really escalated mm -hmm. because once I moved out and I moved back in, I really had a found appreciation of what actually was going right with living with my mom. Yeah. We had a whole, We now we both work from remote, we both work from home. So we were like, kind of like colleagues in a way. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was just great to feel like I can connect with her and be myself versus living with someone you don't really know, like the whole roommate mm -hmm. situation. I, I just wanted that experience and it ain't for me. Yeah. I mean, I've had good roommate situations and bad ones. Um, but either way, there's nothing that beats like just being in your own space. So number one, number one is step into the theta wavelength. What is that? So we have different wavelengths that we experience, and that is different forms of consciousness. When it comes to visualization is the theta, the theta wavelength. And the theta wavelength is that feeling of kind of going into sleep and kind of waking up. You're just very groggy, and you can feel yourself just drifting off. Mm -hmm. And I love being in this state and I feel like I've gotten really good and consciously getting myself into a theta wavelength mm -hmm. and a lot of that can take deep breaths and oxygen and a lot of breath work yeah. but if you were to just start off easily before bed it's perfect or if you're waking up I just visualize for instance like I said I was always visualizing living in a space where it had a balcony and it's so funny because I left myself open to look for places without balconies. So I was looking at all different types of places, like balconies, um, no balcony. What else? What else was there? Like laundry in the unit, laundry out the unit. Just these very characteristic, just leaving it open. But it's yeah. so funny how this is the place that I got, which was everything I've been visualizing. Because my consciousness is like, oh no, you've been visualizing that. The subconscious is like, no, I feel like we've actually been seeing this on a day-to-day -day basis for years because I've been visualizing this since I was probably in my early 20s or teens, but I always knew that I would have that body of water. And now I have a lake and a pool in front of me. Not the beach, but I would visualize the beach. Yeah. But it's so funny how there's still a body of water out there. Mm -hmm. So that's it's so funny how manifestation can...
maybe not sometimes be exactly what you visualize, right. but it is that. Right. And then, you know, I think it's also like a timing thing too, because who was I talking to? I was talking to a friend recently about, this friend was like manifesting a job and they were manifesting a job with a very specific income. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they ended up getting a job. It wasn't the income that they necessarily wanted. It was lower. But, you know, she was basically saying that if she had waited, she knows that she could have manifested. It was just a thing where she didn't want to wait anymore. So I'm sure that, like... Just give or take. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, you know, this is, has enough of what I've been visualizing that I am happy here. But I can guarantee you that if you, like, still hold that visualization, like, you're... still available. It is still available. Sure. Maybe that's the next place. Maybe the next place is on the beach, yeah, you know? Honestly. Honestly. Because in the last year, I lived in two different places. And a year ago, I would have thought I'd been in a roommate situation still. So it's just so funny how you can leave yourself open to how the universe just always fills the gap even more. It's like the universe likes a stunt on you. It's like, really? Yeah. I mean, I can do more more than you ever expected. <laughs> right. Like your little... <laughs> Your little vision, it's nothing compared to what I could actually do. Theta wavelengths can be produced, like I said, right before sleep. You can also tap into the theta wavelength when you're on a walk, when you're exposing yourself to some sunlight while you're in a walk. It's just that blissful feeling I feel when I'm just surrounding myself with nature and you just take that deep breath of prana. You're like, ah, just super relaxed. Smoke some weed. You're always tapping into the theta wavelength, okay, where you're just like here nor there, but you can just fill in that gray space. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's super important to use to not just like mindlessly scroll on the phone because you can be in theta wavelength and just doing things. It's like an autopilot wavelength, right? I never really thought about that. Yeah. I never thought about like, I'm not really a scroller. I'm on any social media. I'm pretty intentional, but I, I never thought about the fact that because I know that, like, the theta, like, the, the whole, what makes theta so powerful is that your body's relaxed. It's relaxed during theta, and it's it's suggestible. So it's you're able to more easily impress any ideas or any desires onto your subconscious, basically. Some of it's good, depending on how you have your setup. Like, I feel like on my social media, I see nothing but things that I like. But you got your for you page unlocked. Yeah, like, they know me. Well, TikTok definitely knows me. But even on Instagram, I feel like the people that I follow, they're people that I want to see content from. Right. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought about that. Yeah, that's why, that's what makes porn sometimes very dangerous because you're leaving yourself open to, especially the type of porn you're watching or the type of movies. And are you watching a lot of um, horror and gore? Mm-hmm. It can just, like, leave that type of energy tainted in your subconscious so if that's your style no judgment i like you i just watched you it was lame you were so lame i was so upset i was like what actually leads me to number two visualization can be used yes like i said before bed when you wake up when you're in theta or honestly anytime during the day i like to use visualization when i see my favorite car drive by and i just What's your favorite car? Right now, it's just like the same style. So it's she wagging, but I love Me those too. new Broncos. They're so sexy. Yeah. The Broncos are just like 
I feel like all the girlies love them a G-Wagon, though, right? Right. <laughs> like, we're all like, what's your, what's your prize? A G-Wagon. Because, you know, I'm just trying to be something a little big, but flossy, you know? I think that it's probably easier to tap in mm. at night and in the morning, like you said. Right. Um, because when I think about it, it's like, when you're, when you are manifesting, you're basically bringing the immaterial into the material world. And so it's almost like connecting with like the spirit world in a sense. Um, and those times, like when the veil is thinnest, you know, like when it's right. closer to dark, that's when it's easier to connect with the spirit world. And you got to think that like, like the you that's here in this physical reality is just one portion of a much bigger you. So when you're able to connect with like the broader sense of who you are, like your higher self, you know, you always hear people saying that, but there, there really is like a broader aspect of you that you're able to connect to when, you know, it's night or it's morning. But I also think that you can train yourself to be able to tap in, like you said, anytime. Anytime of the day. On, on, on point, just like, like it's I nothing. I see myself. And that actually leads me to number three. So make sure you're visualizing not just the thing or what you want to manifest, but yourself in it, right? Seeing yourself in the visualization is what mm -hmm. makes it real. And a lot of that is what I'll do is when I'm in visualization mode, I'm in that beautiful theta wavelength, and I'm tapped in. I look down, just like to map my hands. Like I literally visualize myself like, like I'm here, mm -hmm. I'm in it. Something you would do when you're coming out of a dream, right? Like, oh, that was a dream. Yeah. So I kind of do the reverse just to affirm that this is happening, this is real. And just assure yourself that you're safe, like I'm in this, I'm safe, I've protected myself, you know, you want to protect yourself from any negative leakaging, I like to say, as empaths, as hypersensitive people, if you do have a lot of cords of attachment to you, you can just woo, go down the wrong tunnel and it's just unconscious because you're not consciously clearing, mm. which I said was super important. We live in a polarizing universe. We live in a polarizing age, okay, where people can get money as they please as long as they're not hurting anyone. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that can be tainted or taint the subconscious. So you're the key. You're the key. Right. Ingredient. So if you can't ex if you can't imagine yourself in it, then do you actually believe that it can? Right, so you went to Greece, right? Um, and I'm sure Greece has always been on your bucket list. So when it's first in your bucket list, have you, it's like you're visualizing yourself jumping into the water, jumping into the beach. Yeah. Eating whatever Greek food, mm -hmm. sipping wine, seeing what we see in the photos. It's so funny Yeah. how we know what the world looks like without even being there. Mm -hmm. And I truly think it's because of the power of visualization and the social media. But social sure. media is a portal for you to visualize. Absolutely. And sometimes it can be bad because you're too tapped into other people's reality and now you're like tapped into lack. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like social media can be wonderful because in a sense it opens your eyes up to things that you might not have even ever seen or known that you were interested in. It's like I was reading something the other day that said like contrast produces our desires. Like we experience contrast 
a contrast between where we are and something that we desire and like a desire is born and it's literally how the world continues to expand if we didn't have desires the world wouldn't expand that's i mean think about it like somebody somebody had to desire to be able to have communication with people that weren't right next to them in order for the telephone to be born so everything runs off of desire you can look at social media and you can say, oh, you know what? I'm grateful for being able to see this person's experience because now I know that, hey, I like luxury. I like right. luxury and that experience looks like something that I would like to experience. And instead of feeling like, oh, my life is so boring. I don't get to do things right. like that. It's like, no, the same things that that person has, the same tools, the same that you have the same things available to you. I don't know if you know this, but Scorpios by nature like jealousy is a really big part of being a Scorpio. And so I felt jealousy from like a very young age. And it wasn't like, I never was like evil or vindictive in, in the way that I felt jealous. I just would recognize it and be like, it does, it's not a good feeling. Like nobody wants to feel jealous. Right? right. And so over time, like as I grew older, I realized that the way to combat jealousy is to, First, acknowledge that you feel like that you feel that way, right? And then to extract what it is that you feel jealous about and also acknowledge that if somebody else has that and you desire it, you can also have it too. Honestly. That's it. That's it. And it's just like a, a, a flip of your mindset to where, you know, you are using it as like an empowerment as instead of something that's draining you. And also draining the other person, who, because whoever you're directing that jealousy at, it's draining for them too. Yeah. Think of it like that. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I feel like I got us off track. No, that was My great. Bad. No. <laughs> four. Number four is definitely learning to be able to tap into your emotions. And you know, we were talking about this earlier, but emotions are really such a big part of manifestation or just being able to visualize because. You know, it allows you to experience something before it's actually come into your reality. Right. And outside of just being able to experience, your emotions are really a really great guidance system. Like they're like your internal GPS. So if you can be able to identify how you're feeling, it is basically a measurement of how aligned you are with whatever you're trying to visualize and attract. If you typically feel good, then you're probably aligned with the direction that you're desiring to go in. But if you feel like more bad, then there's probably a lot of misalignment that's happening within you. Right. And so, you know, you have a decision to make, right? You, you want to figure out where it is. Identifying emotions, I think, is like, a, it's, it's a superpower because, you know, you could just stick with like, I feel bad. I don't feel good. Or you can get like specific and actually break down how you feel. Okay, you say you don't feel bad. Do you feel depressed? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel... Um... Or I think like sometimes the problem is people don't know how they feel. Mm -hmm. Or we feel a lot of the times Pisces season lost. Mm. So I think a huge proclamation would just be to book therapy. Like booking mm. help or... Some type of like, wow, giving yourself grace that now, okay, you know, there's a problem, like you said, one, and then yep. two is discovery mode. Yeah. You know, so that would be like the route if it's hard for you to step into the feeling mm -hmm. 
and visualize because you can visualize all day but if you're feeling those blockages like you're saying it there's like a veil or some type of door you're creating there and not leaving it so open so yeah, i'm really glad you brought that up because um People can be, we can use the power of being a delusional, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes people can use visualization and spirituality and then not understand the blockages there and yeah. then be too delusional to the fact that you still got to work on yourself. Like yeah. you're going to get the abundance, you're going to get the thing, you're going to attract the partner of the house, everything. But there's a lot of healing Absolutely. that needs to be addressed. And why wouldn't you not want to feel the most healed and happiest version of yourself when the thing manifests. Absolutely. And I think even like in that process, like you realize that while you still want to be able to bring that visualization into reality, you realize that like the real treasure is all the healing that's taking place. Like it feels so good. Oh my God. You know how healed <laughs> I feel to be in this space? with someone I love so much that does mm -hmm. things for me that I'm like, ah, oh, he's looking after me. Like my inner child is so healed. Like at one point I would cry a lot. Like, <laughs> like when you first moved in here, those tears of joy. Oh yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, I can still feel those feelings and be like, ah, oh, like, yeah. wow. And, and also reassure to myself that this is only the beginning. I want to mm -hmm. feel like this for the rest of my life. Absolutely. But I'm not going to ignore when it's time to, you know, step back and unblock. And, you know, it happens. Yep. So number five. Number five is something actually, it's kind of new for me, but I feel like it's been working for me. So I'm going to share it. Um, and that is really tapping into whatever elements are prevalent in your chart um so for me i have a lot of water in my chart and so i like to do a lot of manifestation and visualization exercises with water and what's your rising my my rising is virgo okay so your rising is virgo then your 12th house is leo mm -hmm. yeah but go ahead yeah i yeah I'm still, like, I know my big three, but I feel like, I mean, there's definitely a lot of work that I have to do. And I feel like every time I start diving more into my chart, I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah, I do. But, you know, um, so, yeah, I do a lot of, I do a lot with water. And one of the things that I have recently done is I did, like, a, so I took, like, a glass bottle and I filled it with water. And then I wrote out around it, like I wrapped it in like a paper. And then I wrote out around it. It's all a visualization surrounding something that I'm really visualizing for myself right now, which is purchasing my first home. Um, I have very specific ideas of what I want, um, the neighborhood that I want, like I see it all, everything. Right. Um, so every day, like I spend time with this, like I read my message that I've written out um and I just sit like in meditation with this bottle of water because I don't know if you realize this I don't know if you've ever have you ever read any of um Masaru Masaru Emoto Dr. Masaru Emoto's books no so he is a scientist a scientist I believe that he I can't remember where he's based out of but he's I think Japan maybe but don't if, if I if if he's not nobody kill me 
Masaru Emoto. Correct he did, me. <laughs> correct me. Yes, Just correct me in the me. comments. Um, but he did some experiments with water, which I know that you probably know about. Oh, um, yes. I know about this. Yeah. Being able to, like, change the structure. And the mm -hmm. thing is, like, the way that water is, like, I was listening to something by Sadhguru earlier, and he said that water was a our most like the most precious computer like water it's is, is actually yeah. it's a computer it it holds information it can change and it's just miraculous um and so when you think of it like there's so many there's so many ways that we could use water like water is really the most important resource the most important important element right it's like the one that like really permeates like through every part of our existence nothing can happen without water you know we can't exist without water so much of the way that our world runs wouldn't happen without water so um, when you think about how powerful it is on that level it just makes sense that um you know to me right to use it in manifestation so yeah um i've been doing that and it's been working for me but if you're not a water sign maybe you, i don't know you're an earth sign mm -hmm. Maybe there's something else that you want to do as part of your visualization practices. Maybe you, I really like writing out intentions or writing out like lists of affirmations or manifestations and planting them. That's like a way to work with the earth or, That's a good way to work. you know, right. Um, I would buy something in support of your manifestation because mm -hmm. it's like using coin, right? Yes. So it's some, it could be something small. I could be these mites, which I actually have in my Amazon store. So check that out page on my website i'll leave the link in the bio yes but how you slid that in there <laughs> it's 30 dollars, you know and it's like if you can spend something like that on your career and what you want to manifest which is seeing myself take this podcast full time seeing the community grow just seeing what i've already been doing like pop-ups and showing face on a whole nother level right yeah. so it is, it's like confirmation, you know, right. it's like you have enough belief and faith in what you're doing to step out and start acquiring tools that can make you be better at it. So I feel like that's confirmation to the universe that right. Even having the safe space, like I'm so motivated to create more, but, um, back to the astrology. So yes, what you're saying is happening into, I feel like you just gave a background of different ways to tap into the element. If you want to use your chart a good visualization house would be the 12th house. Pisces is born out of the 12th house. It rules the subconscious. So we'll use you, for example. Your 12th house is in Leo. Do you have any planets in Leo? I don't think so. So 12th house in Leo would be um, being in the sun, mm -hmm. visualizing your son, like your children. Leo represents children. Mm -hmm. How he would be part of that reality and how it would make him feel. Um, you know, just tapping into your inner child as well. Yeah. Um, like I said, being in the sun, taking what you do, writing, taking a little step forward now that you know that energy is in your 12th house. Okay, you know, let me do this manifestation technique that I love so much and let me go sit in the sun for a little bit or envision literally the sun working in your behavior uh, to your benefit of just like soaking it in like, okay, voila, mm -hmm. like a genie. And now you glow <laughs> like the characters on Atlanta. It's the movie. I love that movie. But um, mm. for me, in my 12th house, I'm in Aries 12th house. And Jupiter's in, in my 12th house. And I have a lot of 12th house energy in Aries. So 
just doing it. Like a lot of seeing it and then doing it yeah. is super big and visualizing or seeing myself do it. Um, for you, it could be like envisioning yourself on the stage. Leo represents stage, stardom. Hmm. What are you wearing? Like just true, like. But I do that. Like yeah. I, I really do. So like whenever I am visualizing my, my house, I'm always like in my closet. Like it always starts in a specific area of my home, right? So I'm in my closet. I'm picking out my clothes. Like I'm so extra. That's so Leo. I'm so extra. I'm like hair is done, outfits on point, makeup done. Do like, you think, think of like all, all the, the notifications coming up? Oh, girl, you look good. Yeah. You know, like think of the craft. You know, like just. That's so funny how you didn't know that about how you can even go in a little deeper with astrology and you're already in the flow of that. Yeah. It feels so intuitive to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, feels natural. And, you know, I think that's why I advocate so much for like experiencing first because like, if, I don't even really want to say this because I already know like it's, it's a matter of time before it manifests in my life, but if I never experienced the actual thing, like I would still be so grateful and so like happy and, and, and still feel very much abundant because I've already experienced it so many times in my mind that it's like I've lived it. And, oh yeah. It's you know only, what I'm saying? It's only science is only, yeah. you know, divine intelligence. So yeah. it's not if it's when it's, it's when, gonna, so it's just That's like it. enjoy because I just like I think back and I'm like wow I love those moments where I was just like coming up to my creativity or coming up to like oh wow my first time like seeing a social media post of Mm -hmm. something I put together and curated that was such a good feeling and I'll never forget that feeling so it was just like don't forget to remediate like reminisce and how do you say um how do you say when you ruminate ruminate yeah does that ruminate I think I don't know. Ruminate on me. Let's go with it. I like it. Ruminate. Anyways. So, yeah. Okay. So, number six. Okay. So, this is such a big one for me, but you have to be so, like, over the top, ultra vigilant of anything that you intake, which you already kind of touched on this earlier, talking about you. Um, But I, okay, so a big one for me is, like, my parents love to talk. They know that, like, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. I don't care. I get on. This is what I do. I get on. I look at the news on my phone. Not not on Instagram. Like, I look on a news app, and I see, like, okay, are there any stories that I should be following? All right, perfect. Let me go see this. But it's for a limited time. Like, I do it. I get in. I get out. That's it. Just so I know what's going on in the world. But, I like, I don't want to be ignorant out here. Right. But... I also don't want to marinate in that. Like I, you know, like, so I had a situation happen like a few weeks ago where my mom called me and she was like, oh my God, did you hear about the little girl? And I just like cut her right in her tracks. And I was I like, all the time. I was like, no, I didn't hear about her, but you know, I'm sending love and peace and light <laughs> to her family. There's nothing that I can do. Um, so <laughs> I don't want to hear about her. And she proceeded to start to keep on tell to keep on going. And I was like, mom, I love you and I respect you, but I'm about to hang up on you. Like you're going to get, you're going to get hung up on right now. And she kept going. So I hung up on her. I love my mom. I respect her. But like what I tell her all the time, like I can't listen. It's 
Nothing is yeah, compromising my peace. the boundary you're also setting. It's it so is. funny, similar story. I just went to Mexico, okay? And um, right before that, I've been to Mexico before, like a couple times. I don't know why my mom was like in fear mongering mode. Mm, oh, I okay. hate that when you're on vacation. The day before, she's like, oh my God, like already like video open. This guy, look, he died in Mexico. And I just like stopped her. I said, I don't want to see it. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of, I was a little angry because it's like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know how I feel about <laughs> new news. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but things happen all the time. Like, in Mexico and the United States and any other country. I was like, you know, there's like public shootings all the time, right? Mm-hmm. In America. Yeah. My, that's what my dad does. He loves to do that on vacations. It's just, I think it's, I think he gets joy out of it. Like he's like, I know you're about to go on this boat in Thailand, but uh, there was just a boat crash yesterday there. So FYI, and you're you're like, what am I gonna do with this? All you can do is pray <laughs> for the best. Yeah, you know. But no, I get it. It's just like purposely fear mongering, but being so vigilant, you have to be so vigilant of what you're allowing into your space because the way that you feel, like all those things are either the things that you interact with are either like improving how you feel or they are taking away from how you feel and I don't need anything taking away there's like enough things in life just you know that can that can take away from your your own but it's just kind of like are you in the receiving mode Mm -hmm. or are you like propelling what you desire not even knowing it yeah exactly so that's why you have to be so vigilant like we did like we both talked about that right so It for me, it was the apartment, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what it was for you, but it was the part. It was, it was apartment finding too, a space, yeah. but everything takes time because yeah. if I, I I've been wanting to move out since like five years ago, mm-hmm. but in my visualization and just like knowingly, I always knew it was gonna be with my partner, and yeah. of course, divine intervention takes place. Like, girl, no. We'll say when it is time, and when you know, you'll know, and it'll be fluid. Yeah. At any time before that, I've always forced it. It's just, like, gone left, and it's just, like, do you not hear us? We're saying just chill. Chill out, right? Yeah. I I heard something, like, recently that said that, like, how we experience time is so different than time, like, like, divine timing. So what feels like, what... What's a week for us is like barely a blink That's of an why eye. You have to know it's already timing. happening. Yeah. Because in divine timing, it's already happening. Yeah. We just we have to wait till our realities and catch human, us yeah, exactly. to catch us up. We're we're a little bit on delay. We're you know? slight delay, slight delay, and I think like so many people give up before they give they give things an opportunity to sort out in in real time. You know. Right. So. so what are you? And this is gonna be our last question. What are you visualizing right now? I think you already answered it. I did. I talked about it. I talked about it a little bit earlier, but I'll talk about it a little bit more because I don't mind talking about it. Um, so my family and my friends are like a really like they're really important to me. I mean, I'm sure they're most people feel that way about their family and friends. But one thing that I really enjoy is being able to have space to welcome them. And I don't have that right now. But I am attracting that. And it is coming very soon. It's loading um, in this reality. Um, so I am visualizing right now buying my first home so that by, I hate to put timelines on things, but 
Why not? I want to buy my, my first home by the end of this year and um, be able to have a space to welcome my family for the holidays and my friends. And um, yeah, I have a we very live. specific need. Yeah, everyone deserves a home. Yeah, they do. You know, we live in South Florida and, you know, homes are crazy. And like, yeah, we live in a reality and it's by design. I mean, people are millennials. Mm -hmm. They've made it so hard for us to be homeowners. Mm -hmm. So it's like, instead of complaining and feeling like a victim, it's like, you know what? I'm going to attract it when it's ready. It's going to yeah. happen. It's, it not, it's not like I don't deserve that. I do, mm -hmm. but I got to work with the circumstances of what I got. Exactly. And in the time being between, you know, where I am now and where I'm, where I'm working towards, um, you know, I appreciate, I'm so grateful for where I live now. Right. You know, is it, it's beautiful from what I can see. Yeah. Sense. I love it so much. It's, it's like been such a beautiful creative space for me this last year. And, um, uh, like I said, like my lifestyle is just so extremely different because of this place. So I am. Like, I will forever be grateful for this place. I'll probably just buy it for the hell of it at some point just because it holds such, like, a dear, like, a, it, it holds, it holds, it holds, I'm just going to buy it. Just like That's how I feel about this place. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to buy it. Next podcast will be at Kiwichan's place. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You know that. What Anytime. am I visualizing? I feel like I am stuck in really in gratitude mode of mm. the visualization that just came into fruition. Not a um, bad place to be stuck. But, right? But the next visualization is just feeling really good, feeling healthy. I definitely want to lose some weight. Mm. And part of that is visualizing. Anytime I've ever done that before, it has to take me it had, I ha it had to take for me to visualize it and see it because, you know, we lost is such a mental mm -hmm. thing and yeah. we live in a day and age where everything tastes good and you just have to be conscious of what you're consuming. So it's your sixth tip, right? Being mm -hmm. vigilant of what mm -hmm. I'm allowing to come in. In, so, all, in all spaces, all senses, right? Right, yeah. because for me, it's like I know the, the cute clothes are coming. I know the cute car is coming. But what I want the most is the health holds mm. because it's so hard and not that it's not achievable, but the feeling of accomplishing it, it feels like no other feeling. It does. I, I, it does. Like being able to make a goal and stick to it and make it to the other side and be like, wow, like I did that. Like I said I was going to do it and I did it. That's right. I literally said that in the last podcast with Diana. Mm -hmm. Check out that podcast. Yeah. But um, that's something we shared together and I actually uh, met up with her gym in her workout class. But okay. it's like a great girl. She, she, <laughs> she didn't kill me. It's not like she was training me, but it was, but, yeah, it was, it was like a intense. circuit hit class. Our pushed my ass and I love her for that. And because of that, I bought five classes. Like, weird reverse psychology, but... <laughs> Right. I just want to feel good. I'm going to be 30 soon. And what's super important to me is loving how I look and how I feel. Yeah, absolutely. The makeup lays nicer when you feel good. The clothes sit mm -hmm. nicer when you feel good. Everything just like feels so good, you know. Does. And a part of that mini goal to get there is getting up early. And I need to get back into that. 
Yeah. It took me so long to get into like a good morning routine. Like I used to be like for so long I was like once I get my morning routine together, I know like my entire life is about to just like I know just take the fuck it's off true. because it's truly the game setter. It is. You you start your day, you feel good, you go into your day feeling good, like it makes you feel like a superhero. You're like I can do anything. Okay, so we'll hold each other accountable for that. So next time we create together, we'll be like Guys, here's the update. Mm-hmm. Here's how our morning routine is going. At this point, I'm waking up at 7.30, you know, which is cool. I'm trying to get to 5. I'm trying to get to the 5 a.m. club. Yeah. Well, I think, like, it's good to, like, kind of set, like, incremental goals. So if you're trying right. to get to 5, you're at 7.30 right now. Maybe, like, right. for, like, a week, push it back to 7. See how it feels. All right, next week, 6.30, you know? Like, sometimes I think, like, when we try to make these giant leaps and it just like completely changes, alters right. our schedule and we're just like, well, what's happening? You know? Yeah. Just feel be realistic. Yeah. Be realistic. It's, it's a part of giving yourself grace. Like. Yeah, you're human. Chill. Yeah. You don't need to. You're not a freaking sergeant. You'll get <laughs> You're not a robot. It's fine. Yeah. All right, Nova fam. Well, thank you for tuning in to another Astro C podcast. Uh, at the moment, I am present on TikTok, so if you can follow me on TikTok, if you can subscribe to this channel, I love that. I'm doing readings, so astrology readings. Check out the link in the description below. <laughs> My bio description, where's wow. the link? Go? The link is up there. You know where to find Right. <laughs> and right now, I'm setting up a trip to Columbia in the summer, so if you missed the March trip, Hit me up in summer whether you want to be a part of it or if you feel like you want to be a retreat leader yourself. Bye guys!